We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'm here to tell you motherfuckers. I'm here to tell every single person. Joe Cronin's a fuck. I cannot believe all these people went to defend his bald ass. All he did was sabotage a franchise icon. That city is built on his back. And he should have. Damien Lillard went back to work. That's what everybody wanted. He went back. He said, you know what? I will go back. And Joe Cronin told them. Take a hike. I cannot believe that we are accepting. I cannot believe Sam Quinn's ugly ass is saying this is okay. Every person defending Cronin should be ashamed of themselves. I am sick and tired of the stories going around. I'm sick and tired of people excusing someone who's actively doing a bad job. He is going to get so fucking fired when new ownership comes up. No player is going to want to work with him again. He is the worst. I can't stand that bozo. I can't stand him. I can't stand the Blazers management. I can't stand you motherfuckers who slandered Pat Riley yesterday. Sick of this shit. I'm your host, Carlo Navas. And with me today, we have statistician and professional photoshopper Christian Hernandez. I just want to point out that literally right before we started this, Gianni was telling me about how he was in such a good place just a few hours ago after getting out of a really good yoga class. Incredible and I was really, class. really happy for him. And then, you know, he opens his phone and the first thing he sees <laughs> is that article that is just honestly, it's one of the most shocking things I've ever seen. I, I mean, um, well, let's get into it, G. So, yeah. Christian, so for those who are, for anybody who booted up a podcast on a Friday morning and being like, what is he talking about? Because you haven't even checked your phone yet. You haven't gone to work yet. Joe Cronin just, re- just uh, I'm sorry, uh, Chris Haynes just dropped an article on Bleacher Report. 
chronicling the trade saga between Damian Lillard, Joe Cronin, and the Portland Trailblazers. And in that article, there's a lot of damning evidence that leads to kind of what I've been saying. So I, I obviously I was not privy to the insider information that that Chris Haynes was, but Christian, we've talked a lot about the deals that we know were on the table from the reporting that we've done and how something wasn't adding up. Some things were not adding up. Why was Joe Cronin willing to accept lesser offers? And our obviously my conjecture was this man's a generational hater. And this Chris Haynes article comes out and is kind of confirming all that speculation and more. There's so much more in the article. And Christian, I don't even know where to start. But I guess the most important thing is that Joe Cronin lied to Damian Lillard. And that is not just us speculating that. That is in print from principles from Damon, his agent. Our claim, like James Harden was in China and he called Daryl Morey a liar. J- Dame just got that in he's print. He's at the club and he's <laughs> having the girls hold up a sign. Yeah, saying, the bottle girls. Daryl Morey's a liar. But Christian, Dame Lillard got this. He said specifically what he was lied to about. He said, I did not want it. I am a professional. I don't want to sit out games, but I will do it if you think it's going to help us try to win a championship. And that was bullshit from Cronin from the start. Yeah. Uh, just quick tangent, and I'm really, really going to get into it, but is it, are they allowed to lie that Dame was injured so that they can tank? I'm, uh, I'm just going to, but anyway, regardless. The, um, we're going to get into some of we're, yeah, we're the NBA get... governance later, but yeah. I mean, I just, I can't. How long has Joe Cronin been the GM of the Blazers? Not like, that long. He's been like a very. A year, maybe. And like, you really think when, first of all, you were the, you were the first one that operated in bad faith. Like, making a star player who loves the game and probably really just want to be out there to play to fake an injury so that you can tank while telling him that that's so that they can get the best possible position in the draft to then turn that into a quality player to compete with said player. And that all being bullshit, apparently. And then, yeah, the player does what any logical person would do when they get backstabbed. They try to take a little power back for themselves. And then even after the player realizes that clearly it's not going to help his situation and it's not going to get him what he wants, he goes back and says that he ultimately would rather just come back to the franchise that he was loyal to, faithful to, and gave a generation worth of memories to. And his response was, no. He did. That honestly also just tells me that his <laughs> legitimate plan was to draft Henderson as Dame's replacement and then essentially just hope Dame was going to be somewhat cool with it so that he could still get a massive bounty for trading Dame. Christian, the, and the, then when he fucked that plan up, he went 100% plantation owner on his ass. And, and I want to get into some of the racial elements of this because it, it's very, it reminds me of a certain situation in Cleveland. <laughs> when with LeBron James but you know like the idea of of this guy not negotiating in good faith is something that I think we thought 
up for a long time, right? I think we were under the assumption that I didn't think it was this bad. And the fact that, you know, people like like Sam Quinn tweeted today and, and this other guy, um, I forget, some other reporter for the U, for USA Today, uh, Dan something. Um, and, and they said, well, what do you want the Blazers to do? Damian Lillard said, I don't want to be here anymore. You can't have it both ways, bucko. And the, the problem that I have with that, Christian, is that that is a misrepresentation of what happened. Because Damian Lillard was told, Damian Lillard wants to leave because he doesn't feel like the organ, not that the organization won't win a championship, but that they're not trying to win a championship during his timeline. And he he signed an extension. When you, when you are a player and you sign an extension, you are given, wait, we're going to try to win when you're here. And you go back on that after you assure him in season, you say, I need you to miss games. By the way, the, the idea of them openly tanking is fucking, it's, I mean, they, they killed Sam Hickey for less. I'll tell you that. But the, the idea of, of that, right, and then people twisting that narrative into Damian Lillard is the bad guy and Joe Cronin is the victim? What? Excuse mm -hmm. me. What? Are we in the same realm? Are we in the same plane of existence that that man is the victim here? Am I crazy, Chris? I don't know. I just think no. that that no, you're spin not. And, and is honestly, wild. It, it, it's it's absolutely astonishing, Gianni. And honestly, and and I have to, you know, I, I'm gonna be very honest. I was wrong about a lot of stuff about this whole <laughs> game saga. All right, and I give Johnny a lot of shit privately. Yeah, for yeah, some yeah. Of the Stuff that he was saying, and he ended up being totally Chris, right. Chris, Chris was doubting some of my reporting, and <laughs> I was I was more than doubting, bro. I was mocking your ass. No, I'm not openly <laughs> making fun of me. But one of the things. And I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna apologize right now. Um, I this all of this was so irrational that I immediately jumped that it cannot be, yeah, a guy like Joe Cronin who I w I presume has worked his way up to get to the position that he's in. And he did. He and, did. And and I assumed this had to be a personal thing with ownership. And now, now that Dame, which by the way, Dame, if you haven't seen it. Dame put a very uh, multi-tweet, uh, I mean, really, it's a super, super long letter that he basically put out publicly on his Twitter account, thanking so many people in, in the organization, act. Portland, uh, the city itself, the media. I mean, I've never seen someone tr go out of their, so far out of their way, nobody like, you know, a star athlete, go so far out of their way to thank so many individual people that he clearly spent a lot of time with on a daily basis in all facets of his relationship with the Blazers. And one of the people that he specifically went out of his way to thank, probably I think more than anybody else, was Jody Allen, the owner of the Blazers. And I'm going to apologize right now for throwing strays at Jody Allen, Jody assuming Allen. that she might have been the problem here. But I will point out that there were two people that were not specifically mentioned in that letter. And it was Joe Cronin and Burt Cole. 
And so have fun looking up those guys, especially Burt Cold, if you don't know him. Who is he, Chris? It's Tell very the clear. Tell that, the audience. Huh? Who is I he? believe he's like the executive VP of like basketball operations or something like that. They are very clearly the ones who are in charge here. And I guess Jody Allen is hands off. And I get that, you know, I, you know, she's probably enjoying her life. I totally respect that. And they're selling. You know? they're, they're, they're new ownerships coming in soon. And, and there's a but, lot up in the air. For that I mean, so that that must be it. Is that there's there, okay? So there's new ownership coming in. So I guess yeah, there there's no skin off their backs. I guess, but I have no idea how in the world you can operate that way and then ultimately do follow through with the backstab and not think that half of that shit was not going to get out and the consequences that's that's going to have with your relationship not only with players but agencies in the NBA. Good fucking luck to Blazers fans. The Honestly, Drew Henderson could be the greatest point guard of all time. Good luck. The thing that I the thing that I wonder is like if you're Cronin, you don't think that this is going to get out. I mean, Lillard is uniquely equipped because of his relationship with Chris Haynes. Chris Haynes, a very respected journalist, right? Like Dame is Dame's they're tight, and we all know that Dame, an incredibly smart and professional man. Has a guy in the media that he knows if I go to people understand the connection we have and how information flows. Corona didn't think that this would come out. You know what I mean? Like there's a guy in his camp, a guy that backs him, right? A guy that they have a relationship with, a journalist. And you you backstab him and you make you throw egg on the on the agent. He tat Cronin tattled to the league. There is a there's a part in that article. That the league stepped in. The league had to step in and say, hey, Dame, knock it off. Right? Which, unfortunately for Heat fans, the bubble bursted with them. But, I mean, the, the other interesting part of that article was that the league had to step in again. Yes. Because of how much Cronin was just flat out not acknowledging or speaking to his star player or his representation. That's crazy, And they crazy, literally had Chris. to step in and be like, Yo, you guys cannot behave this way. The league like that, is like that to me is stop. wild. And and in that in that part of the article, Chris Haynes notes that it got hostile at times. Imagine you it got hostile between a star player and your general manager after there's been no communication with the league babysitting you on a on a Zoom call. On a Zoom with, call with their with their lawyer present with a lawyer they paid lawyer an hours attorney and they were behaving like a child in the meeting. Unbelievable stuff. And people Honestly. people people are talking about how Goodwin stinks in our chat. What what is Goodwin supposed to do? They asked to go somewhere because star players get their destination typically when they're of Dame's caliber, right? And this. Became and Dame was like, "Hey, I want to go there, or I don't want to go anywhere, because I love it here, and I just want to go there because I think that I have a shot to win games there, and I want to play with Bam, and I want to play in Miami." And they said, "Fuck you, fuck you," is what that's, Joe Cronin that, said. I mean, Johnny, that's the thing that like, there's nothing surprising about players throwing their weight around, and in fact, the, the way things are today, they have to. Because otherwise, this is exactly what happens. Like, and I think the real sad thing here is, is that ultimately Dame was too nice. And he he will probably forever be too nice. 
That's he did not he make look, this. Look at, look at that letter that he wrote. Yeah. He is an excellent human being. And that is the only reason why Portland is getting away with this, which, I mean, if I'm Jody Allen, I guess, yeah, I guess it's, a, it's not my team anymore, but I guess Joe Cronin must know that he does not have a job moving forward. Like, especially after that. If he does, then honestly, there's a lot more that reeks in the league than just him. The, the other thing is other agents, Bernie Lee, Jimmy Butler, and Ben Simmons' agent, you know, um, Amin Al-Hassan of the Levitard Show and Meadowlarks uh, quote tweets the article and says, I said this time and time again. In our league, nice guys finish last. You try and be professional and do things the right way, they fuck you over. Players are incentivized to be the biggest assholes imaginable or else they get run over. And that was quote tweeted by Bernie Lee, who is Jimmy Butler's agent and pretty funny Twitter follow. He says, you say a lot of outlandish shit, man, but you nailed this one. Other agents are like, yeah, that's why we do shit this way. And if you're Dame, you didn't do the Harden thing. Harden West got bottle girls to bring a fucking thing that said joke that said Daryl Morey's a liar. James Harden wore a fat suit. James Harden actively sabotaged his stats in games in Houston to get out of there. He's the goat of getting out of situations. But Dame's not like that. Christian, do you remember the Goran Dragic saga? Goran Dragic made a mess in media scrums because he wanted it. And that's Goran fucking Dragic. I mean, in fairness, though, that previous uh, Suns ownership. Was it was bad. Listen, God. Sarver's bad. Sarver, bad. And, you know, we had the Bledsoe, I don't want to be here tweet. What a, you know, what, what, a, what a moment. But regardless, like, you know, a guy like Gogi, who we, Christian, we know, and we've covered the team. And been around. Gogi's the nicest dude. But sometimes... He's an angel. <laughs> an angel. You guys don't understand what a kind man that guy is. He's so nice. And that guy flipped the fuck... And the organization still loves him. The players all still love him. He's the best. And that guy flipped the fucking switch and took a, a, a fucking blowtorch to the organization because he knew that that's the only way I'm going to get out of here. So even Gorin is like, I can't... And Dame wasn't Dame wasn't that publicly. Dame went through his agent, and his agent did the dirty work. But Dame's not out here on Twitter. Dame's not going in front of cameras saying shit. Dame's not getting the bottle girls. He could have made this messier than it was, and he did it out of respect for Portland. And it was kind of a foolish decision on his part. Now, he ended up in Milwaukee. He's very likely gonna he's gonna contend for a title, you know. There are worse things in the world. I'm not. I'm not trying to make it. You know, it was pretty clear he didn't want to go to Toronto. I mean, I, I'm going to be honest. Given how everything went down behind the scenes, I'm actually really happy for him that he ended up yeah, in me Milwaukee too. because it seems like it could have been way fucking worse. And that's all the guy fucking wants is the ability to compete for a title. Or for some reason, and that's why he wanted for, to come to Miami. And for some reason, to play for the Nets. Yeah, well, I mean, dude, at that point, yeah. That they're going to send me to Canada? No offense to Canada. But they're going to send me to Canada. a whole other country? Yeah, yeah. I love Toronto. Like, dude, I mean, that that sounds like the most spiteful shit you can do. It's like, oh, you want to be somewhere warm? I'm going to send you to the coldest place in the league. I, I just, you know, and I, I, I just can't get over this. And listen, Miami said we can get three picks and, and hero. And you can flip hero for another, at least another pick. 
So that's four fucking picks. Four plus whatever other salary you get for Hero. Minimum four picks. And Jovic and other young guys. The thing I still... And Christian, it's fine. It's fine if you want to say... I you know I like the I like the Bucks package. I I kind of super disagree. You could say, well, the pick swaps in 29. The other thing is, Christian, is that Jimmy and Dame are on Jimmy's on a damn near supermax and Dame's on a supermax. 60 million dollars at age 36. And I want to also make it clear that these people that are like Oh my god, the Heat are never bad. Those picks are going to be awful. Every fucking year I have to deal with you guys calling them a nine seed. Every fucking year. So which is it, dickheads? Are they the fucking nine seed or are they always good? I don't know because you move whatever's convenient. And I'm sick of that shit. I'm just sick of it, bro. Every fucking year we get the fucking article by some... by. Some fucking guy at the ringer, some other dickhead, all the same motherfuckers, Sam Quinn, all these fucking idiots saying the same fucking thing. Which is it? I want to know. Are they the are they the ninth seed or are they never bad? Tell me. I want to know. I, I don't usually like doing the woe is me, oh, everyone hates Miami thing, even though there's a lot of truth to it. But it is really fucking interesting. How it's all about player empowerment always. It's never. Except for when they want to come to Miami. You know what, Christian? And the other fucking part of it is, is that it's all player. It it never was player empowerment. Because when LeBron did it, they fucking. Let's not forget that the people of Cleveland put his face on urinals. They had signs that mocked the situation with his father and they threw fucking batteries at him in the stadium and the nation sided with those barbarians always when Kevin Durant went to the Warriors same fucking thing <laughs> perfect timing but, but the media got soft on it because the tides were shifting, but everyone got sick of it again because they actually don't want the players because these people view these players as commodities. They call other players assets, like their property, like their things. And I've said that on the show. I was like, I don't like – Vaughn and I were talking about that last episode. I just – I don't like calling these people assets. It is what it is, whatever. That's just the language that we use in the league. But I have an issue when these white media members – are telling these black players sit down and play out your contract while they're being lied to by their quote-unquote bosses. And then when Chris Haynes writes the story, there are people delegitimizing a black journalist's credibility. But Adrian Wojnarowski is allowed to parrot everything that comes out of Joe Cronin's filthy mouth? Come on! Come on! Where is the goddamn consistency? Hide it a little better. Levitard always says, not all racism is Klan's hood racism. But these people need to examine themselves because it's ridiculous. And we go through this all the fucking time. Face on urinals, batteries, discrediting of credibility, all this stuff always. 
Always, Christian. Always. It just brings me back to the the fact that he wouldn't take him back. It, this is a business relationship. That man went back to work. How How is it that you are handling this? Like, you just walked in on Damian Lillard and his... Or, I'm sorry, let's make this a little bit more personal. You just walked in on your best friends just going to town on your significant other. That's how you're treating this. When this is a business relationship. It doesn't matter what kind of leverage you deploy. Like, the most important person in that franchise's history. And you told him he can't come back. That guy hit... Pat Riley fucked up real bad with Dwayne Wade. And do you want to know what he did? Fixed it. He offered him $20 million instead of 25 That's what he did. And yet people to this day throw it in Miami's face. Oh, you didn't give a shit about Dwayne. And then they did everything in their fucking power, not only to bring him back, but to make everything about Christian, him until the day he retired. Chris, I'm because so that glad is you what said they that. owed him. That is what they owed him. You remember, because that was the time when we were actively covering the team and we were in the locker rooms and stuff. That was that period of time where we were like super like in and invested. Dwayne sounded heartbroken when he did that press that when he remember Ethan went to Chicago. They did because Ethan was a bleacher report at the time. They went to Chicago. Dwayne Wade looked like a broken human being. And Riley, who always exudes power, looked fucking broken addressing Barry Jackson, Ira, and the rest of us, right? That's Crone is not that. There's no remorse. This this was at listen, Riley fucked up and we were all on his ass. All on his ass. And that's a guy that has way more of a personal relationship to Dwayne than Joe Cronin has to to, to Dan. And literally all he did was not give him the most money in free agency. And it like, was fucked up. No I'm not. Gonna, I'm not. We're not here defending the, the, it. No, yeah, yeah, no. I'm not, but I, it's, I'm not it's different. It. I flat out said that that they fucked up real bad. Yeah. But like the scales to this. No, man, it's it's ridiculous. Like, it's ridiculous. It's a drop in the bucket versus a fucking tsunami of hatred, and, and lies, and the the lies of Cronin that triggered this. And listen, maybe Dame, maybe even if Cronin doesn't lie, Dame asks out because, and that's fine. But. The, the way that this went, the non-communication, you know, if you're the Heat, what are you supposed to do? And again, the article said that he had third teams. It said in the article that he had third teams consistent with everything that I've reported, that our friends at Five Reasons have reported, that Greg, that every, that the people that have been on the fucking ground trying to figure out what's going on. The Heat were doing their due diligence, even though Cronin wasn't picking up the phone. And that's it, bro. That guy's a loser. The way that this this did not... And I think a lot of people are going to be like, oh my God, Miami fans having a meltdown. At the end of the day, man, Kyle Lowry's still a Heat player. I'm winning. <laughs> Just turn it off now. Turn it off. This. But it would be so funny if my camera goes out. But I think it's just frustrating that... And listen, of course we're upset that they didn't get Dame Lillard. We want to... Listen, we want to cover Dame Lillard. We want to watch Dame Lillard. We want to have fun. But at the end of the day... This did not have to be this way. If they got outbid, that's a different story, right? Like when they don't get Kevin Durant or when they don't when they don't get, you know, Kawhi or when they can't get when they can't 
you know, get enough stuff to trade for one of these guys that went for a better package. We're always just like, what the fuck can you do? You know, we, we get upset. We call Riley names. We, we complain about Duncan Robinson's contract, all that stuff. This was not that, bro. This was a guy that was hell-bent on making sure one thing didn't happen. And it is what it is because he's not going to see a, a consequence for it. They're not going to see it. And it is what it is because I know one thing. I know that the Heat say we like our team or whatever, and that's like total posturing. But at the end of the day, one team finds their way in NBA final after NBA final, and another team made the Western Conference finals once. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Most epic shots I've ever seen in my life. By, by what? By that guy. By the way, the, 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 not only the walk-off of Houston, 
But the, the shot over Paul George, which coined the meme, that's a bad shot. And the wave goodbye. If Dame, if Dame was cold, he would he would have sent a wave goodbye crying. Yeah, I'm just, man, at the end of the day, bro, I just don't like how this went down. I don't like how the media is acting. And I saw, I saw like this fucking loser, Anthony Irving. He does some Laker podcast. And he's like, you know, the journos in Miami, if us blog boys were acting this way, then. And I was like, bro, at Barry, don't be a pussy, at Barry Jackson. He's like, you sound well-adjusted. I was like, yeah, motherfucker, I am well-adjusted. I just came out of yoga. I had salmon and a salad. I live in a fucking nice condo in Miami. I have three fucking jobs. I have a loving family. I have friends. Yeah, I'm fucking well-adjusted. I'm just sick of your shit. There's a fucking difference. I may, you know, liking anime is not that well-adjusted. I'll give him that. <laughs> he's, he's, was that response. He's, he's, he's right on that one. He's right on I mean, that one. I got to say, man. I, I have massive respect for Barry. It, it, he's tweet. He honestly, his account is tweeting as if he sold his account to somebody and told nobody. <laughs> no, his account is the, like if he sold it to Brian Goins. The manner in which he tweets is completely changed. It's like Brian. Uh, it's like Brian Goins took a hold of his account. Dude, he he's an Austin reply guy right now. That is so funny. And then Austin will like fucking quote tweet Barry and kind of make fun of him, and Barry's still coming back. I was like, what's going on? Shout out to Austin. It, I mean, dude, no, nobody is profiting more off this bullshit than he is. No, Austin or Barry? <laughs> Austin. <laughs> Definitely Austin. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I'm disappointed in Ira. I thought Ira, should, Ira and Anthony got to step it up. Uh, you, you know who was actually great during all this? Anthony Chang. Shout out to you, Oh, Anthony. And, listen, the puppet, the goat. He the was, goat. He, I mean, he was the first to reveal... Two super important pieces of information right after the trade broke. Yes. Uh, you know, good kudos to him, to one being plugged in and being willing to share because, you know, obviously access comes with a price. And sometimes there's certain things that you will not share no matter what. And, you know, props to you for keeping it real. And I, I, one thing on Anthony is that, Christian, do you, I, I, I don't know if you remember, but Anthony's first, we used to get, we used to have, uh, we used to have Jason Leisure on our show. He was a friend of the show. And Legend. Jason, Jason used to be on on he used to cover the heat and he wanted he asked us if we can have because he was leaving the, the beat and Anthony was going to take his place. And he asked us to have Anthony on to acclimate the audience to him. And we became friends with Anthony and he's a great dude. And by the way, one of the nicest people when I've gone to cover games and I didn't know what to do. He was he and, and Cooper Moorhead specifically. So like accommodating, very helpful, knowing I didn't even have to ask. They were just like helping me out. So just good guys. And to see Anthony grow from that guy who, who walked in in the beat to the guy he is now, just just shout out to him and shout out to the media here because I think they've done a good job. And I don't like people. I don't like people giving them shit, man. The only people that can talk bad about our city is us. And by the way, Christian talking about the way that you negotiate, that's coming from one of the 200 greatest Hispanic business owners in oh, America. Stop. Congratulations. <laughs> that's a motherfucker you, who knows shit. He's not a bozo. Like, you know, I, if, when people say things like, oh, you signed the contract. Oh, like, dude, like, fuck off. Like, you're literally just exposing yourself. Like, you have no idea what it means to manage, like, interpersonal relationships. It's a day-to-day -day thing. Like, and it's people. all, and it's all based under one simple thing. Like, the good faith that you were doing right by them and they are doing right by you. And the second that that's violated, all bets are off. I don't give a fuck. 
The fact is, I don't think contracts should exist. Honestly, contracts, I think, are just a sign of weakness. And, that, and it, that you that you don't believe that that you can maintain a relationship without a contractual obligation. Chris, have I ever made anybody at Miami Heat Beat sign a contract? No, maybe you should. It's for the, <laughs> but it's 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 for that reason. It's because yeah. like, and I, and I'm not. I, and this is not like me doing a flex. It's like it's exactly what Chris is saying. It's because at the end of the day, if you if the only thing binding you somewhere is a piece of paper that you signed because of lies told to you, what is the value of who you are and the business that you run? Amen. Chat saying Christian hesitated. No, we've, we've signed papers for blue wire and five reasons in our networks. You know, we, you know, but I also want a max contract. <laughs> yeah. Christian wants that guaranteed. That guaranteed. I want that. I want that guaranteed money, bro. I don't, I don't want to get cut and then, you know, be screwed. But at the end Which of the also day football disgusting. Anyway, sorry. Go on G. Yeah, exactly. So like, just, I don't know, man. It's just, it's just frustrating to see this go down this way. And, uh, and, and to see then to see the media just side with Cronin and, and yesterday, a lot of people were slinging shit at pathway and I just didn't think it's fair. And I think today exonerated a lot of the organization. They're not without criticism. Cause I do think, listen, at the end of the day, man, Riley's a proud man and that he was never going to go begging on his hands and knees. And maybe that's what Cronin wanted. Maybe if Riley went to go beg, Damian Lillard is a, me a member of the Miami Heat, and maybe that's what he had to do. I don't know. And I think if you say that, you're not the most wrong. That's not a wrong thing to feel, right? Because you could say, well, and the language is very chosen, right? It was the Heat were prepared to offer. But also they were never called back. But also they didn't call, right? And Riley is not out here to look desperate. And Christian, you talked a lot about the negotiation process. You just can't give your best deal up front and you got to wait it out and you got to play the long game and you got to realize who has the leverage and who doesn't. The article even said Milwaukee came out of nowhere because not a lot of people were saying Milwaukee. Not yeah. a lot. I heard things that Milwaukee was sniffing around like the fringes to see like, you know, oh, can they get like a, a, a guy, I like a role player? This was yeah, not... You know? I think the only thing I saw was one report. I don't even know who it was from, there but was it was a just little a little whisper. Yeah, it was like a loose report of oh, Dame and Giannis have always wanted to play together, something like that. And Tiff was saying and, that too. And Tiff has a good intuition about this. She's like, "Ah, the Bucks make a lot of sense, you know. Just like you know, kind of watch out for them." But yeah. but the article even said that materialized September twenty, I think third or fifth. That when the Bucks really came into play. And it even said how the Raptors were close. And then that other, you know, a, a lot of things came out today. And I think we kind of were able to fill the timeline in very well. Because I, I had said that the Raptors, that, that they had a deal that was near, that was almost, that Cronin almost agreed to a deal to send Dame to the Raptors for some package that consisted of no Ananobi and no Scotty Barnes. And it was like, uh, it was like Gary Trent Jr., Precious, uh, Grady Dick, and protected picks. Protected, protected picks. Yeah. And that was kind of where it was going. And then Dame and his agent said, oh, blah, 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 blah. okay, contingency plan. I'll take Milwaukee or Brooklyn. Go, go talk yeah. to them. And so that fills in the gap of, of what, of kind of the Raptors leading, you know, the Maasai fumbling. Because I, I do think if he had Ananobi, 
this is just done, and he's he's just said Toronto, and there's nothing he can do. Yeah. With the but, league, but again, with the league stepping in, saying what they said. Right, but I don't even know if it gets to the Toronto point, and this is where you know I I, I think we have to rightly acknowledge that Goodwin. I think no, I know he overplayed his hand, and. and I don't think any of us could have estimated that we were dealing with Joe Cronin generational hater. Generational but, hater. But I think we can now for sure say that if Dame really wanted to be in Miami, he would have had a much higher chance of being here if he had given the team options and not backed them into a corner like that. And, and that's how they told that, that does not excuse yeah, any of the doesn't. behavior that we've seen. But it's reality. The other thing I want to say, because we have Huncho in chat, and, and chat's popping today. I'm going to read some of your comments and all your subs, because I see y'all, and I love y'all. Huncho says, uh, Johnny, I disagree. When Dame and his agents say Miami or bust, the Heat should have made their first their first offer all in. You have to go all in knowing how sensitive the situation is. See, I, I disagree, and, and Christian, you could talk more to the negotiating process. I just don't ever think you go to the table with your best offer. You got to work you your just, way up. Yeah. You just don't, man, and you you – you have to operate under the assumption that that the people you're negotiating with are negotiating in their best interest. Nomadic Rambler makes a great what point. What's happening here? Nomadic Rambler uh, says the Blazers asked for Bam and Jimmy, and they were serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you want to talk about negotiating? That's unserious. Good? There's nothing. There's nothing serious about that. He's not. You know, in a million years, that if that's the terms, then it's not going to happen. And, like, and listen, I love Dame Lillard, but like. At least the Nets asking for Bam, for Durant, that's at least a conversation. Lillard's not, and I love Dame, but there's a there's a top ten player in NBA history, and then there's Dame, right? And I love Dame, and Dame's a legend, and I think if Dame came here, the Heat win a title, and I I think he's terrific. But you know, there's Gianni. Do we know if the Heat offered Bam for KD? No, I know I no they did. I don't think they did. I'm just saying that the Nets asked for for bam and it wasn't ridiculous because we didn't react the way sure, like we sure, weren't right. calling that unserious right like we like, are for this i gotta think i mean i don't know i, I mean like riley riley said it would have come out if they did no but... no and and they made it clear like you know through barry and these people that that was a non-starter that that they were not going to trade bam for durant and i agree with that decision because i wouldn't do that either but it's at least like a huh do we want to and we have the conversation on the pod it's like can we win with KD and Jimmy? And, and it was something that we talked about. And I just don't think that they can win with like Jimmy and, and Dame without Bam, for example. Like you just can't. But it is what it is, man. And that's that's really that's been the saga. I I'm disappointed in the Blazers. I'm sad that he's not here. But also like I think this is incredibly funny, and I think Joe Cron is not seeing the pearly gates. Uh, I mean, I'm glad you think it's funny, G. I, I think it's sad. It is sad, but we gotta find it. We gotta really find the, the humor, right? Yeah, but honestly, uh, good for good for Bucks fans. You know, honestly, I really don't have much bad to say about that fan base. They're you know, great. Even, I have a lot even, of respect. Even for them. through the rivalries we've had, and they got a hell of a player and a hell of a human, and I'm just jealous. And I hope that the Heat can do. I hope that he can find a, another guy you know, to, to hopefully go to war with that team. Cause those series are a lot of fun. Uh, one, one thing I do, one thing I do want to say, no way Riley calls Joe Cronin for Drew holiday. I, if I'm Pat, 
I'd never pick up a phone call from that guy again. Out of principle. Out of principle. I, and I wouldn't even consider it. Christian, yesterday I did Bleacher Report and the entire Bleacher Report chat of Heat fans. And those are not the same like Heat Twitter people are. To, those are more like – I think that's a more broad audience, Bleacher Report mm-hmm. obviously. All those Heat fans were saying, no, no Drew Holiday. We are not dealing with Joe Cronin. And the producer of Bleacher Report goes, that's crazy how every Miami person was like, no. And I said, yeah, man, we're like, we're like, fuck that guy. He goes, that's so crazy that you guys like, he's like, I respect it. But he's like, the fact that like, you don't even want a, a really good player because off of principle. I was like, yeah, man, it, it was just bad. He's like, oh, I feel you. So like, that's, that's how he fans feel about that. I mean, and, honest, and I, uh, I've been going back and looking at some of the things that Drew has said publicly in the last, like, six, nine months. The guy clearly didn't want to leave Milwaukee. He was openly talking about retiring when his contract expires. So, I, honestly, I'm going to be fascinated to see what the price tag is for him because I don't think it's going to be as high as some people are saying. But I've been wrong a lot in the last <laughs> few weeks, so it wouldn't be the first time. By the way, I've made it because somebody just called me a Miami mouthpiece on Twitter. Baby, oh, look at, baby Levitard. Let's go from the <laughs> bowels of the internet to Miami Heat mouthpiece. We did it, baby. We got here together. Chat, we made it, baby. Graduation. My, God, you hear that, guys? Miami mouth. I like the ring to that. I may, I may put that in my bio. Miami. I was going to say, that's exactly what you should do. Miami mouthpiece couple quick things i want to give some shout outs to some people in, in our chat um Selathor resubscribed for a month at tier one 22 months bro that's almost two years says an efficient fuck joe um <laughs> we have eric the great the the motherfucking goat resubscribed for 36 months bro you know how long that is christian three years baby three let's years, go bro. he says three years god damn hope y'all are well Brother, we're well with people like you in our chat. We love our community. Bronx Joker gave a bunch of bits, said regular man or woman would not stand for this in their own workplace. He also said, I asked yesterday <laughs> to Dave fuck Crona's wife. Um, that, that, I don't think so, but Christian kind of gave the allegory of what that would be like. And then he also said, that's not how you negotiate, which they asked people Dame wanted to play for. Mammy knew that they were dealing with lying ass tree stump. I like lying ass tree stump. But yeah, guys, so... Obviously, an impromptu pod wasn't planned, but that, like I said, I got out of yoga. I was feeling myself, you know. Yeah, I, I gotta say, you had great energy on this show. I feel great, Christian. I'm, people are like, I'm, I'm, I'm as happy as I've been in a long time. I'm, I'm, I'm being healthy. I'm going to yoga. I'm eating well. I'm playing volleyball again. Um, I'm having a great time. I have friends like you. Alf is out of my city. Just so. <laughs> Go home, Alf. Leave Atlanta, dog. They don't need you. We need you. They don't need you, dog. But no, I'm doing great. So I just, you know, I read that and I wanted to have fun, you know, with my community and with y'all. So we'll see you Monday. We're, we're due Monday. We're going to try to post a Bleacher Report show that I did yesterday. They told me that they're going to send it when it gets archived. So that's just me going through trades that Brian and I made up uh, for, you know, people that they're probably not going to get but yeah we just had some fun and we'll be on monday for media day which is going to be a shit show and you know that you're going to want to be here for that so love you guys have a great weekend as barry jackson said yesterday go touch some grass and we'll see y'all monday barry
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.